This episode is for wives because something happened this morning. I got out the blueberries. It's fresh harvest blueberry time here in Florida. And I had a flashback to how my husband used to ask me to pick him up some blueberries at the grocery store. But I personally did not like blueberries, or so I thought. And I didn't even try to like them. Now my husband's in heaven. Oddly enough, I absolutely love blueberries. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, conference speaker, and teacher. She is passionate about teaching what to do with what we learn from God's Word. Now back to today's valuable study. There's a purpose to this episode, and it's this. I want to admonish those of you who still have your husbands on this side of heaven to love them fully. With wild abandon, don't hold back. You would be sorry later for holding back now. So don't hold back. Love them like you don't get to have them tomorrow. When we found out that Norman had cancer, we were told, oh, he's a strapping, healthy man. He's going to be around a long time. We're going to lick this cancer. Big talk, big talk. Now, I realize that in the medical profession, part of their job is to encourage the patients and give them hope. But at the same time, we took that hope a little too far in our minds. We took it as gospel, like, oh, these people know what they're talking about, so we're going to be good. This is going to make a great Sunday school illustration. I mean, we were run down the road with it. We were excited, and we just put on our battle gear, and we were going to go in and do hand-to-hand combat with cancer, so we thought. It wasn't very long after that, maybe a month, where we were suddenly told, whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. I can remember that my first emotion was shock, my second emotion was anger, and then my third emotion was hope. I was hoping that they were wrong because only God knows how long a person's going to be on this side of heaven. So we didn't know where we were going on this journey, but they all of a sudden told us to speed it up. (laughs) So my husband said, let's book a trip, let's go on vacation. He was already becoming weaker. He had already been through one cancer surgery to remove the tumor. And I didn't know how we were going to pull this off because I already didn't have the same husband. And the time that we were there, he was very frail. It was not our best trip, but it's one of my favorite memories. But let me get back to the purpose of this episode. It's to encourage those of you who are wives to love your husbands now. In Titus chapter 2, where there's that fabulous passage, verses 3 through 5, let me read it, starting at verse 3, says, The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Now, this passage reads like a job description. I've said that many times before. In fact, the book, Teachers of Good Things, which is in the shop at Keep the Heart, was based on this passage, and I'd like to write a sequel book to this because there's so much more to this passage than meets the eye, and there's a great deal more than what I knew when I wrote that book (laughs) so many years ago. But wives, notice this. If we back up to verse 4, it's the duty of the aged woman to teach the younger woman the things that are listed in this eight-point job description. To be sober, to love her husband, love their children. Let's look at the order of the eight things there. The first thing is to be sober. And that means to restore one to his senses or to moderate or control or curb. So we're trying to help a person have a sound mind. 
So all of these things that I read earlier are a part of that sound-mindedness. But do you know what we're seeing today? We're seeing people who have lost their good sense when it comes to marriage. They're just winging it and doing whatever they feel like doing. Strong's Concordance G5362 is the word philandros, and it is an unusual word that's used in Scripture only one time, and it refers only to a wife loving her husband. In other words, no one else can do this job. Only the wife can give philandros kind of love. In other words, no one else is supposed to enter this kind of love with your husband but you. Wives, we need to pay attention to these men better. If we don't, they go without. If you married an easygoing chap, then they'll go without, and they probably won't complain very much because they're so easy to please. But if you married a more demanding man, understand what's underneath that. What he's really trying to say to you is, would you love me like you agreed to love me? That kind of deep and abiding love that takes affection and goes beyond that spot and genuinely loves that person sacrificially like Christ loved us. Do you love your husband so much that you would learn to like some things he likes? Do you love your husband so much that if he likes blueberries and you don't, you'll try to like blueberries? If you're not allergic, why not try? My husband also liked avocados. Oh, I am so, so sorry that I didn't try to understand that avocado love. (laughs) It was an avocado need. He wanted me to enjoy avocados with him. How simple is that? So I would buy them. I would go to the store. I'd pick out these little green hard balls and wonder, what does he see in these things? I probably eat avocados about three times a week now. I wish I could have let myself try, just try to like avocados like he loved avocados, to be a part of that part of his life. I could have been a part of his avocado life is what I'm saying. Sisters, do you adore your husband? Or are you just really treating him like, well, I've got me a roommate. You don't know how much time you have with him. You just assume. Especially if you're young, you're thinking, yeah, this is going to be my man forever, and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. When the kids are grown, we're going to do this and that. Hmm, you don't know that. God has trusted you to be a wife, sister friend. That's a trust. And he has given you someone else's child to love and cherish and adore for as long as you both live. What are you doing with that sacred trust? How are you treating him? Because the way you're treating him is what you think of God's gift of allowing you to be a wife. Reevaluate your marriage. Look at everything your husband likes and see if you've been saying to him, I don't like that. I don't want that. Does he feel like he's living in a prison with an unreasonable woman? You can change that. You can change it today. After you get done listening to this podcast episode, you might need to sit down with your Bible and with the Lord and look at this passage again and then get on your knees and pray and ask the Lord to make you the kind of wife he intended you to be for that husband. If you do whatever you want with your marriage, then you'll get whatever you get in your later years. Be so careful. How are you loving your man? What are you doing for him to make his life better? How is his world better because you're in it? Sister friends, this is just a random episode, and let's blame it on the blueberries, because the blueberries were in season. I just went in there and rinsed a cup, put that one cup of the blueberries in the bowl, 
I'm getting ready to sprinkle them with a little cinnamon and go sit down and spend some more time with the Lord. I wonder, Norman, if you're eating blueberries in heaven. You've been listening to Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and be sure to follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. For more from Francie, visit keeptheheart.com for devotionals, books, Bible studies, and more. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening.